This is the Honeydew List. Share in Myrtle Beach, and I see a cup that I like. God damn it, I'm taking it. It's not like I left with the gold and shit like that. I can call you Sticky Fingers. And very sticky fingers. Damn. So, what are we talking about? Mm. I don't know. You tell me to remember things, and I can't. Because I only remember a thing. And what do I always say? If I don't tell you now, I forget. That's just the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, interesting happened in your week? No. I mean, I feel like I work more now than I'm not working than I did when it was working. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. I feel like I do more running around now than I did before. I guess because I have the free time. I don't know. Bro, you are kind of everywhere. I know. <laughs> All over the place. Jesus, I went to the bank twice today. I am the people I talk about. <laughs> I even had a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I had different things. I had two deposit slips. I paid my credit card, and I wanted cash back. I was like, Glenn, I'm sorry. I am the person that <laughs> And that was, that that was like, two different on two, two separate trips. occasions? And I did a cash advance. Oh, on your, your card? Yeah. Mm. It took four weeks to come. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. in three days, I'll have been unemployed for 30. In what's what's today? The sixteenth. Mm-hmm. In well, actually, right now I've been unemployed since August. We're almost at a year. How's that Wonderful. job employment history or job um, hunt going? Very well. Mm-hmm. Tell me about all the places you've applied. I got like no leads. I said all the places you've applied. Yeah, and you needed a lead to apply, so I have no leads. What did I tell you? What is a lead? Oh. <laughs> Was that a bologna and mustard roll? There's cheese in here. You put cheese in there too. Uh-huh. Everything <laughs> but the bread. Well, is this a snack time? It is. Mm-hmm. And it if is. it's snack time, I'm eating. Yeah. You can ask anyone I work with. 11 o'clock is snack time. <laughs> I want to text them every day and be like, did you guys eat yet? 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have our breakfast. We eat at 11 a.m. We eat around 1, 1.30. Mm-hmm. And then we have Mentos <laughs> at like 3.30. The, the Mentos break. The me- yes. <laughs> it's a thing. You know what's real funny? If you actually look at like the, 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 the history of food and eating, right? Like you'll, you'll find out that a rigid eating schedule... Like, you know, we have, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and shit like that. It doesn't come about until, like, the age of industry and shit like that. If we go back to George Washington, right, on his plantation, people have been working out in the fields, and that would include slaves, that would include uh, uh, other workers mm-hmm. on the on the farm. They would be, like, eating a continuous, just snacks here and there, here and there, here and there, here and there, here and there. Yeah, like, like six times a day. Right, and... um the they would be up at the ass crack of dawn right plantation owner and even all the way down to you know the small time farmer 
right? Or not even small time. I say like one step up from small time farmer. You know, somebody where you've got a boss and you've got a bunch of employees. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't wake up until like 11, right? So there's no need for a breakfast. And then they... Um, there he comes. Hi. He's about to grace us with his presence. Oh, there you are. You know it's bedtime, right? This is the life of a parent with autism. Hi. You know it's bedtime, right? Oh, look at his face. Oh, you've you've come to play on my soft heart. You know, not mine. (laughs) He's looking at you, friend. (laughs) He's not looking at me. Ten minutes. That's all you get. Ten minutes and I'm coming to take your remote. Yeah, I know. I know you don't want to hear it. Look at him. He's like, seriously right, Mom. Yeah. Look at that face. Where was I? Uh, so like the the like the boss or the plantation owner of and like I said, this doesn't apply to like small time farmers and shit like that. But the people working the field, they need energy all goddamn day, so they've got to they've got to pop food to get that get that energy. Plantation owner doesn't wake up until eleven. He has no reason for a, a breakfast. He's not going to be using energy during the day, right? So he would probably maybe have a late lunch and a dinner. Right, and that's like about it. But people who are working are constant food. So it's constant food. It's not until the industrial age where they start, like you know, whistle blows and and this is time to start, and then this whistle blows, and it's time for you to switch to the next task, and then that whistle blows, and now it's time for you to eat lunch, and then that whistle blows, and now it's time for you to get back to work and shit like that. So. We scroll back the clock 200 years and you were eating all fucking day, right? Like usually it would be a whole family working for a rich man on his farm, right? Mom would bring a fucking basket. Like, you know, those picnic baskets. No, those, that was the family's food for all day on the goddamn farm. It's like when we go to the beach, I mean, obviously we're not doing that much exertion, but the sun, it takes a lot out of you. And even the paid workers on something like a plantation, they worked the same hours the slaves did from can see to can see. Well, yeah, because someone had to beat the slaves. That's true. That's true. But you also had those. Um, I remember Killer Mike was talking about it. The uh, the uh, the poor whites that worked on a, yeah. on a plantation and were treated with equal amount of shit, but nowhere near what a fucking slave got. Oh, I know this. Someone said to me at the bank today. They were like, wow, you look really good. I was like, thanks. They were like, you want to celebrate? And I was like, yeah, with food. <laughs> That's what we do. Don't we? Yeah. When we have a birthday party, what do we do? Food. <laughs> or drink or alcohol. And it's funny because like every culture, every culture is food. You go to a family's house or an Italian family's house. It's the first thing they tell you. Oh, you look hungry. Let me make you something to eat. And you're like, it's midnight. I don't need to See, that's what I wasn't trying to do, was eat at midnight. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, they started cracking up, and I was like, but where's the lie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to celebrate I, with food. That's what you do. Celebrate with food. That's that Pittsburgh bologna, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, buddy. we got to eat it now before it goes bad. Con's bologna, shout out. They're not a, uh, they're not a sponsor, but... We're open to negotiation. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. You know how I roll. 
Oh, you got to see this shit that I found not too long ago. So if, if you heard about the, the, the homeless situation in L.A. Isn't there always a homeless situation in L.A.? There is, but you haven't seen the magnitude it's gotten to. Is it because of COVID? I think it was going on long before COVID. And COVID made it like explode astronomically. Like it was already bad. Like, well, I figured that's why I asked you if it was something new. Well, I forget what movie that was where they were in Skid Row and there was a whole shootout. You know, you know what the Skid Row region mm-hmm. is, right? Mm-hmm. There was like a, a, a little shootout and shit, and like the the they were ducking and diving into homeless people's areas and shit like that. But anyway, uh, so it's, since COVID, it, it fucking exploded. And check check out this dude's video. Like he shows you the, he starts out. Now this guy's name is German is in that Venice. Back? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this guy's name is German in Venice, and his video is on YouTube if you want to take a look at it. But he shows you what everybody sees in LA, and and shit. He's like, "Here's what you don't see, right? When you when you get off the when you get off the 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 on ramp the off ramp right before downtown, it'll lead you into Skid Row." So I watched Love After Lockup, mm-hmm. and Andre and Lamar. He is from. Well, I don't know if he's from LA. But that's where he was based out of before right. he went to prison. And L.A. is real broad, too. Like, they, I believe they'll refer to Hollywood as L.A. Well, right. but, she's a Mormon. Okay. And she was in Utah. First of all, how the I, fuck, I don't... How the fuck does L.A. and Utah vibe? Look, that's why it's a good show. Let <laughs> me leave that there. But she, you know, he wanted her... He moved to Utah for her, but he was bored. Because his whole family is in L.A. He knows L.A. He's used to, like, the city life and, you know, all of those things. Mm -hmm. So they had a family vote or whatever. It took them seasons. But they finally moved to L.A. And she was just like, it's not safe here and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, where did it say? (laughs) I mean, seriously, though. Like, you can't. I don't know what she. I mean, you. I so, mean, I've seen his house on the TV. Now, all I can judge by is what I've seen on TV. I don't actually know his physical address. I've never been to his house. Right. But from what I, from what they're showing me, and she's outside in a mini dress parading around, she seems to be just fine. <laughs> you let your kids leave without you. It's not that bad. Right. What they're showing now is the traditional Skid Row area. You know, it's it's under that overpass. Mm-hmm. It's it's fenced in and stuff like that. And then he's going to show you how it's it's expanded out of Skid Row. Yeah, like I see that, where it says pop too many. That's how big it is. They have their own like. <laughs> I guess it is a. And for those of you that can't see, they had a little like what looked like a constitution of Skid Row painted on the side of a building. I mean, because I've never been there and I've never been exposed to that, I'm sure I'd be culture shocked. Right now, this is bread lines and shit like that, not too far from from mm-hmm. Skid Row. Because you know it's different to watch it on the TV versus actually physically being there in person. And this is just around a public park, right? Oh wait, it gets it gets worse. Well, I'm sure it does. Doesn't everything get worse before it gets better? Now he mentions this is the the pool hall that Michael Jackson. Did uh, I, I see think, that? I think did beat it in. 
Can I just say, that is the perfect meme. Because Michael Jackson with his popcorn is me every time there's drama. <laughs> every time there's drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the, the one bar he was mentioning that they shot for the cover of Roadhouse Blue, Roadhouse, the uh, uh, um, Doors album was on that, this same road. Well, what happened? Hmm? If it wasn't always like that, what happened? Was- I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that well versed in LA as much. But from what I've heard from you know, like uh, folks like Joe Rogan and shit like that talking about it, they said it's the it's the, the the cost of living is goddamn ridiculous. Uh, so we have our first listener. We do. Miss Dorsey said she would definitely listen. LOL. Because I told her I said. <laughs> I know that just not to cut you off, but this is this is moving into like the business district. This is where shops and shit are, and it's a fucking tent city, right down the goddamn sidewalk. It just looks well. That's what homeless. I mean, that's what what they do. Right, but you've you've always seen like well, even in Pittsburgh, you see the homeless people in like certain areas. Mm-hmm. Just imagine them right down the fucking business district, right down the strip district, right in front of. Or not even the strip, but how about where where the bars are? Just imagine all that line with tents on the south side. That's what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Right, like that almost looks like. Remember the the street below where hotel? children's is that an hospital? Apartment complex? I think it is. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. So, how far is L A from a border to well, another? To oh, it's it's pretty far. Um, I want to say a couple hours from like the. It, the closest border would be the Mexico border. And I would say it's ours. Like, you remember that Charlie Sheen movie? I think it was called The Chase. It was with her and I think the Swanson chick. Where the whole the whole movie's based on him in a car and he's running for the Mexican border. Mm, I do not remember that. But, and I don't, I don't profess to know what someone else is going through. Mm-hmm. I would just hope that, for example, if... You know, we've had our own struggles, you not Mm -hmm. working, me not not working and not being able to stay current on our mortgage. Thankfully, we've had family that's been able to help us. Mm -hmm. But if we didn't, I would sell my home first before I would allow myself to live in a tent. I'm just saying. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Most of these people were probably renting and can't afford a rent and got foreclosed on. I would move. To where I could, there has to be somewhere else you can go. Right, but I think I think what my my point is is that they they don't have like they, they their income is gone now too. So no, they can't move. Why can't they work? I I don't know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not. That's what I'm saying too. I don't know their story. Yeah, I'm so, not. I'm not as but well. There is just it's so. You know, when you see little pockets of homeless people, mm-hmm. those pockets, right? You know, it might be 15, 20 people. You might have a disability. You might have this, X, Y, and Z. Like, I get that. But right. this is to me a different animal. I understand there's more people in LA. I, what I don't understand is you can't work at Walmart. You can't work at Costco. I'm just to make any kind of income. I don't care if you make enough to stay at a hotel that charges $50 a night. I'm just saying, like, I wish I knew. How can I help you? I don't. Right. I don't know. Right. Like, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, how did it get that bad for you? No. Well, people like people like Ben Shapiro are going to tell you. Well, it's liberal policies that's raising the taxes and making life totally difficult for you to live in Los Angeles is causing this for people and that, and they're just lazy. 
right? But like you said, there's there's got to be way more. There's in, there's in, more pieces here. to this puzzle. There's yeah. no way that there is that many people that are all can't work. You know what I mean? Like I I I. I, I <laughs> I, I don't understand that. Like, you can't... I, I just... I don't know. Well, that... And I think... I'll bet you a good piece of these are the people that moved out going, I'm going to be a movie star. And <laughs> nope, you're not. Okay, so again, I'm going to get me a job at Walmart. Well, if there are no jobs at Walmart. If there is a job at Walmart in Salisbury, Maryland... There is a some job, something you can do in LA. Oh, I'm sure there's something. Something. You can it's do. I'm just using Walmart right. as an example, but yeah. I'm just saying, get your. I don't care if it's part time because you know part time now is like 32 hours anyway. Right. So right. you work a part time job. You're not paying bills. Clearly, you're living in a tent. Right. So all that income is coming to you. Save enough for a bus ticket to get out of Dodge because you clearly can't live and then there. All, then also, we don't know what the the laws and shit are that like prohibit. Walmarts and stuff like that. Because remember the one we worked at in outside of DC where it wasn't a super center and they were not going to be a super center because the laws in the area prevented them from being a super center. Because if they were to sell food, it would have been competition for the other one that, that I think they repealed some of those, some of those ordinances and stuff like that. But if we don't know if there's, there's things that prohibit Walmart from being as big as it is here. Okay. But you know, there, or, or other there, places. you can't tell me there is not somewhere a gas station, some, uh, um, I don't know, mom and pop shop. You got all the bars right there. <laughs> yeah, but that's like, what, five employees? So if one of them quits, there's a job opening. It's a big, I'm just yeah. saying. I understand. I'm not here to argue with you about it. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I need more. Mm-hmm. I need more pieces to this puzzle. Because from what I can see. I can only speak to what is in front of me and what I can see is that there are way too many people who are living in tents for you to tell me there's not enough jobs or something. Like I, so leave LA. Right. Right. But How did you question, get the tent? Well, then the question is. Who brought you the tent? Well, I, I, I don't know. Either they bought it or somebody donated it or, I mean, it looks like that there, there are resources and shit like that going on. Right. But how much can those resources do for people? You know, getting somebody to attend is one thing. Getting them into a home is something else. Now, I know... I No, I didn't say get them into a home. I said, right. if you can't afford to live in L.A., then you should move. But what if you can't move? But why can't you? <laughs> I, exactly. If they're living in a tent, I don't think they can move somewhere. Were you, you weren't born in the damn tent. You weren't born in the tent, but you're there so, now. But you're right. What actions led you up to being in a tent now jesus christ you're more fucking republican than i am <laughs> listen i'm all for people needing help jesus christ our son can't wipe his own ass okay yeah. so i get it i mm. understand when people need help and i'm willing to help anybody but you have to help yourself first yeah there's there's definitely a level of of uh personal accountability yeah that yeah. i feel is lacking because there is so many people not because there's 20 people spread out, you know, in their little pockets. But but I just, right. you know what they say? Like, if you can buy cigarettes, you have you money can, to buy cigarettes. You can buy pampers for your baby. You, But serious, <laughs> but where's the lie, though? There, there isn't one. I understand. Do you know how many times I'd prefer to just go to Starbucks and not pay my electric bill? <laughs> Every day. 
But then I have to say, wait a minute, Katrina, you have to be an adult. You chose this. This is what you chose. You chose to buy this house. So you chose the responsibilities that come along with it. And if you feel that you can't handle that, then you need to sell your house and figure out what you can handle. Right. That's what taking personal accountability looks like. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do I make mistakes? Sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to live in a fucking tent. I tell you right now, that's not for me. I need to pee in a toilet that's clean. Right. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> now, you know what the counter argument to that is, right? That that's all your upbringing, that drive and, and shit like that and that pre-planning on stuff and that, that self-regulation uh, and the, the self-perspective and stuff. That, that's, that's from the environment you grew up in. Not everybody has that, and I would guarantee you that... They were born in the tent. <laughs> think they were born in the tent well that's what you're saying that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is is they don't have the tools that you do to make the decisions that you have and they ended up in the tent unless they have a special disability they can and like i said you look there it personal accountability is in there that's a part of it but there's like we we both said there's way more to the story for us to be experts on the subject I was reading this, uh, you know, I'm about my horoscope. Mm -hmm. And I was reading this thing about Virgos who feel that everyone should have some level of common sense. Just like I also feel (laughs) that everyone should have a level of accountability. And I'll tell you why. Because our children can't. Right. But do we not hold them to whatever standard we know they can meet? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. At what point is it your responsibility? That's very true. I mean, when I was fat, who was that on? Me. I ate the cake. And it was good. (laughs) I ate the hoagie. I ate all the carbs. And let me just tell you, I miss being fat sometimes. But that was on me. I mean, even though I grew up learning horrible habits and having to sneak food, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I am 39 years old. So who is that on? I can't blame my mother for the rest of her life. Well, then again, it's in and I could, but I'm not going to because it's not, I have to take responsibility for myself. I say to a point, the other point is genetics. Well, well, okay. Well, cause we're talking about weight, but right, 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 right. But I mean, I'm just, what it boils down to is I'm not living in a tent is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen. I will live in my fucking car before I live in a tent and I'm not even willing to live in my car. Why? Because if I can't afford my car payment, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> right, right. Because again, I signed up for that. When you said sign here, I was like, okay, I'll take on all this responsibility, all 175 of these pages to tell me you can sue me and take me to court and tow my vehicle. Sure. Where do you want me to sign? Can I use pencil? Like, sure. And I understand that everyone's, I don't consider myself super smart and I understand other people may not have like you said, the upbringing that I had. But again, you're 50. If you do not have some kind of mental challenge, some kind of learning disability, right, right. some kind of some something. Well, I do believe that that a large portion of folks that are homeless, there's something, they have some other issue. I do too. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. Right. But there's too many people on Skid well, Row like, for me to think that that's just what that is. Right, right. And... Way back in the day, I don't know if it's still an issue now, but way back in the day, 
a large portion of people who are in prisons were also mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of things that today we would, we consider mental disorders back mm-hmm. then, they didn't, didn't know about it. Like, I know. You know, didn't know autism like this. So a large portion of people in prison had mental disorders. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure today there still is a large number of people in prison with mental disorders. So it very well could be that at least half of them. It could be. And that makes are, me sad for them. And right. I, I understand that. Right. Again, I don't have all of the, I don't have all of the pieces of the puzzle to say. I can only say from what I see. Right. And what I see is there's just way too many people for it all to be the same blanket issue across the board. That's that's why that's once, this, once this house is paid off, then I can die. You mean once the kids pay the house off? <laughs> <laughs> once the house we'll is paid like, off. We'll be like 75. Right. Well, once the house is paid off, then I can die because that means they'd only got to come up with five grand a year. Well, don't worry. I just got <laughs> life insurance. Shit. It'll cover everything. Well, it'll cover our funeral is what it's going to cover. No, my life insurance will mm-hmm. cover everything and some. Hmm. Well, are we, are we still doing the... I know I want to do the pods. You want to be a tree? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I want to be a tree. Look, I feel like I'm going to cool be... Let, let me be honest with you. <laughs> if you don't set that shit up for yourself before you die, please don't think I'm going to. <laughs> because if that's too much work, I'm not doing it. It's from- You're already dead. I mean, what do you want from me? <laughs> you can cremate me. I don't care what you do. You can put me in the back with the cat. For real. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm dead. But yeah, I want, I want to do that pod thing, you know, where they cut you up and they put you in the pod and then the there's a little sprout coming out of it and that tree lives off of you for the first years of its life. And how much and is this? Because nothing is free. I don't know. Because if I had to choose... I'll bet you it's less than the fucking... Isn't it upwards of 10 grand for yeah. a funeral? Well, that's yeah. as of 2021. Right, right. I mean, if we're, good, I'm pretty if sure we're giving it's, it another 60 years... I'm pretty years, sure it's a lot cheaper than that shit. Well, the guy on the phone said, as long as I don't commit suicide or die at the act of crime. So basically, if I don't let the police shoot me. <laughs> like, you know, if I don't go in to a <laughs> bank and rob it... Oh, and- so, so you're not allowed to suicide by cop anymore? No. Oh, thank you. Shit. I couldn't think of the word. How to, yeah, suicide by uh-huh. cop. Yeah, he uh-huh. said. Well, he didn't say it that way, but that's what he said. What it, it, he said, you can't if you die committing a felony. Well, that's why people you can't get to money. <laughs> well, that's why people did that shit. Isn't that right? why people poison their spouses? That's, <laughs> that's one of the reasons that people would uh, would commit suicide by cop is that they they thought their back was to the wall and they mm-hmm. were in some kind of shit, mm-hmm. and if they commit suicide, they're not going to get. Uh, their their insurance, but if the cops kill them, it's not suicide. Well, it's, it's <laughs> guess what? The insurance company is not going to. Well, to get well, unless you're black, to get the cops to shoot you, you probably would have to commit a felony, right? And that's yeah. fucking sad to say. Mm-hmm. Well, he couldn't see me. On, he didn't ask me my race and has no idea, right, right? What you know? What race I am? We didn't. It wasn't. They they should have a black for clause he just in there. Asked if I was male or female. Right. They Which, should have a black clause in there because they'd be like, oh, he was he was killed by the cop, and a cop said he was arrested. He was going to arrest him for a felony. Yeah, that doesn't mean he fucking committed it because he goddamn didn't. Right. Well, I feel like that's more. I feel like they're more saying as long as I don't rob a bank and then right, you know, right. yeah, you know, or murder someone and then they kill me and you know. But for any comedians out there, that's a great premise to build off of. Out there, we have no listeners. Well, now. <laughs> I forgot Not- I was say notice that. how I made it broad. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I said, if there are any listeners out there. <laughs> 
what I'm here for. I'm here to remind you. You know, crush oh, I'll at least listen to it. Crush your hopes. Oh, we got one listener. Yep. You could just be Parker and just like all your stuff. <laughs> I'm going to tell Parker about it and have him play it over and over and over again. There and we'll get the 20,000 views on his videos. There you go. <laughs> that still fucking blows my mind. That little shit has, he blew past me in viewers and subscribers, right? He's got me fucking whooped in views. He's got that one video that's 20,000, another one that's 17,000. He's mm-hmm. got others that are up in the 500s. And he's got people commenting and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus Christ, all you do is take a picture of your fucking hand. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> and you're singing along to Sesame Street songs using your hand. It doesn't even have eyes on it and, and shit you know, like you used to do. And the best part is he and, doesn't care. He and doesn't even know. And you're getting comments like, ooh, that's lit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. You know, they do dominate him president. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. He is so, you know, he has like 300 followers on TikTok. Get the fuck out of here. It's my TikTok, but it's, he has 300 followers because every time my friends will be like, you on TikTok? And I'm like, my name is. And then they're all like, oh, I want to follow Parker. And I'm like, well, just find my name. And they're like, oh my God, he has like over 300 followers. I was like, (laughs) I know. And people just keep following and commenting Uh on his stuff. And I'm over here like, do you people work? (laughs) I know, right? On YouTube, once he gets up to a thousand, we can monetize his ass. Oh my God. Well, he had me. He be getting me, man. You know how Preston gets you? Mm-hmm. Well, Parker gets me, but he gets me with money. Because he just brings me the iPad and I sign in. And then I say, cha-ching. He's like, he'll be coaching me through it. He's like, you can do this, mummy. You know your password. <laughs> so then it'll do that done thing and it'll go ching. And he's like, it's working. <laughs> and then I'll, but I'll make him wait because sometimes it, remember we had that family sharing issue. And so yeah, I always with have the, to with wait the Apple to see, shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. He got yeah. me today for three ninety nine. I said three dollars and ninety nine cents. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, you three dollars and ninety nine cents. You wouldn't get the Donald Duck for hundred and uh, no. something. So he ain't getting no, no. three hundred ninety nine. I said, Parker, this is not free. And he was like, oh, I know. <laughs> oh, do you? Do, do you? <laughs> right. I'm gonna keep all your money. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he oh, so you're gonna send you the shit out of him. You owe me, so whenever you get the, right. whenever, whenever, I'll, just, I'll give you an IOU on your on your birthday card. And yeah. Yes, her mother actually fucking does that shit. Yeah. She borrows money. I'll just her. I have to start keeping track, keeping a tally, but I have to make sure I can't read it. Well, you owe me twenty dollars, and I'm giving you five dollars for your birthday, so right. now you owe me fifteen dollars <laughs> from nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you what she said about her apartment. What? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did, because I was all mad about it. When she told me that her neighbor... Oh, yeah, yeah, About yeah. Section 8. And my sister, when I told my sister, my sister was like, remember, she wrote me that letter. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. She was like, that neighbor. <laughs> I was like, you right. <laughs> and then when my mom answered me back, when after I told her to expect her rent to go up, mm-hmm. you want to collect all the money, you're going to mm-hmm. pay all the rent. Because, you know, and she's the perfect example of someone who is, oh, I don't have any money and I don't have this. And she's also and the kind of, that. she's also the kind of person that complains about people gaming the system, but yet she's trying to game the fucking system. What do you need Section 8 housing for, lady? Right. 
My dad is still paying for you. Right. You get widow's benefits and you're about to get SSI. That is going to disqualify you from Section 8. She's disqualified now because she has too much money. Right. On widow's benefits. Right. Because she was married to my father. So to get that Section 8, you've got to give up all that shit. And if I knew all that, would know, which is why I think that is trying to uh, get your mom to do that so she can't afford to live there anymore and moves out so one of friends can move in next door to her. Well, thank God the property manager over there, her and I have an understanding and we all know that Sinjan <laughs> might need to stop listening to folks that don't know what they're talking about. Right. So <laughs> I feel like that would be, you know. Right. It just doesn't make any sense to me sometimes. There's not a thing that woman does that makes any sense. Well, that's true. I mean, her apartment is really nice. It really is. For just her? Before she moved in, yeah. Well. But I'm in general, and generally speaking, it's right. you're right by a you're right by a grocery store mm-hmm. you can walk to. Mm-hmm. You have neighbors. It's a nice area. There's a community hall. You get um food bank stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what more do you you know what I mean? Like I don't And understand. she doesn't need food bank stuff because no. she gets the fucking enough money to pay for her own shit. Right. And if she was smart about it, because, you know, I wish I had a palate like hers because she'll eat anything. Right. And if you eat anything, that means you can create anything and you can use, you know, maybe spend a little less money or, you know, maybe <clears throat> make things that'll last, you know, meal prep or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, because right. she doesn't cook. No. I don't even think she uses the microwave that my sister and brother got her. She comes here and uses our microwave. Well, you know, if I got to use mine, I got to clean it. But if I use yours, you have to clean it. <laughs> yeah, every time she makes the kid chicken nuggets and uses a baking sheet, it takes all I have not to go to jail. <laughs> I mean, it's, at least she's not melting plastic plates in there anymore. I guess. Yes, but, she actually melted a plastic plate inside of a toaster oven. Well, the best part is, is that we weren't home. I know that was the worst part, because if I wouldn't have gotten home no, the way was, I was, it, the house would have caught fire. I was saying that ironically. Oh, God. The best part is that I, we weren't home, but Preston's TSS, I forget her name. It was that girl who wasn't there very long with the long, dark hair. I want to say Hannah, the but that's really, not right. really long hair. The mm-hmm. really skinny, like. Mm-hmm. She wasn't with him very long. She wasn't. I can't remember him. I can't remember her I name. I can't remember her name, but his other two TSSs, the guy mm-hmm. who I can't remember his name, and the other lady. Chris. Who, yeah, Chris. And then the one that was working with Jamie. Preston, Jamie. All three of them hung out in college, so they all knew each other. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're in the same. Right, right. I know, I know a the lot of. The only reason I don't remember the long-haired girl's name is because she wasn't with him long enough for me to. Right. To remember. But. Yeah. When I remember smelling that, I was like, what is that god-awful smell? But again, that's one of those things where I'm just like, how old are you? <laughs> And how do you not know that plastic melts at a certain degree? You put a, a, you put a plastic plate in a toaster oven. And then turn it on. Not to keep something warm. Yeah. No, you hit start. You hit stay on. Yep. And then you were like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know plastic melts at 100 degrees or however many, 200 degrees, and you just put it on 400. You have three adult children. Which I'm amazed she even has. I'm surprised she survived uh, uh, adolescence. I mean, 
where's the lie? Well, you know, I could be living in it. Let me stop. Nope. I was going to say I could be living in a tent if I live Venice Beach. Me. Yeah. That's, that's the new van down by the river. It's a tent down on Venice Beach. You know, that's the whole reason that we don't live across the bridge. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because the cost of living is too high and we because can't afford we can't- it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. But here's here's the difference, though. We don't know if that changed while they lived there, right? Because we already knew that the cost of living over there was f- goddamn fucking outrageous. Didn't we live over before there? We, right, but we were living with my aunt. That's a totally different fucking story. Now, if we would have, let's say that we were living with my aunt and we could afford $900 a month for an apartment and we went and got the apartment and then all of a sudden the, the, the rates skyrocket from $900 a month to $1,800 a month. And there's nowhere within 500 miles with anything cheaper. That's what I'm saying. Is, is there something like that that happened? Like a, like a huge fucking explosion of, of property value that just totally wrecked people's ability to catch up with it. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, you could... I don't want to say use that as an excuse. You can use that as a situation. However... Right. You know that's coming before it comes. Not always. I mean, that's the that's they the major- can't they can't just evict you the day after that happens. Right. You have time to get your shit and leave. There's some because if you can't afford it anyway. Well, there's some exceptions to that, but generally speaking, yeah. If you can't afford it anyway, I'll bet and you. And you that, were going to get kicked out. I'll bet you there's a whole lot of that going on too. You know that they couldn't afford it. And well, I'm sure Ann Ellen was telling me about the people. Um, do you remember Stefan's friend that lived at the cul-de-sac or lived at the roundabout? Forget his name. No. Yes, you do. I mean, I, I remember that, but I, I wouldn't be able to tell in you. In the blue the house. Looked, I remember that friendship. I couldn't tell you what that friend looked like or well, what anyway, his name was. I or forget his name. Like she that. told me, but. Wasn't it Yusef? <laughs> no. She said that, because um, apparently, I mean. Because he was friends with him when we lived there, I think. But then again, I wasn't really paying much attention as far as like, because you know your brain is different at 39 than it is at 20. Yeah, and then a $500,000 neighborhood. Right. Yeah. So to me, everyone that lived there, because that was my mindset, that everyone that lived there could afford to live there. That's why you live there. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we come from a town that's as big as our sink. Right. And what are we exposed to? Black and white? Are we exposed to anybody that's Haitian Creole or no, no, um, no. from? I mean, we we we've you know we've have our fair you know Chinese. Or I wonder Asian why this area has such a big Haitian Creole population. I think well, I mean, I know it had to do with the earthquake because when the earthquake happened in Haiti, there was a huge explosion of Haitian Creole folks in the United States. Period. They came through Florida, right? But I'm wondering why they came here because I, I know a lot went to New York. And I know a lot went to Florida. I mean, m- many Caribbean peoples end up in Miami in that that area because I mean the, the weather's the cost of living here is cheaper. That's true. It's very true. But well, I mean, I don't know. I've never right asked here. anyone. Yeah. I, 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 well, I, you I know what? Know. It could just be somebody found out about it because that community's. I don't want to say it's small, but I mean, when you it's actually it's it's a political power in that's what here I'm saying. So one person, it only takes one right, to come, right. and then they're like. Bring your friends. I mean, it could it could also very well be that somebody did move here once upon a time, you know, like before the earthquake and set, 
you know, set up pretty well. And they had, after the earthquake had relatives come and everybody's like, well, Hey, remember so-and-so and mm-hmm. it could have been, but I, I don't know. That was all before we came here. I don't know. But anyway, back to my story. So with the boy, um, so she was telling me when we were there that he, cause he would just go to her house and like want to eat everything. Uh-huh. And apparently they didn't have food in their house. I, I, I do remember that situation. Yeah. Now. And I was like, what? Was, was that kid African? Yes. Okay. He wasn't, see, because to me, I just thought he was black. Right, right. I thought he was from here. You thought he was an African-American. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't, I never, I don't think I ever really spoke to the parents or heard them talk. Yeah, if you would have spoke to the parents, you'd have known instantly. But but the the, dad wasn't here. Right. Okay. Yeah. The mom, they were just, they could, they were house poor. Right, right, right. That was a rental. Again, I had no idea. I wasn't judging that. I mean, this is just something that I didn't know was happening right, right. in that situation at that time. And then I wonder how many situations are like that too, mm-hmm. where we you know they poor. they move into a, a, a you know a, a place that here. they thought they could afford, and then all of a sudden they can't afford. That it. That was and, when we first moved here, and they have no other options, no social structure, no mm-hmm. uh, social network, no resources. And do you find it hard some, to believe? Some, that- some let me finish the thought real quick. Some people are just too proud. To ask for help and they'd rather sleep in a tent down by the river than, uh, you know, ask for any type of help. Yeah, I'm not too proud to ask to um, use your toilet. I. Nope. I mean, I'll ask before you will, but I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I mean, yeah, I don't like it and I don't want to feel like I have to depend on people, but it's not depending on people because everyone needs help at times. As long as you're yeah. not taking advantage of that. And you are strong enough to say, hey, listen, I got myself in this situation. I need help getting out of it. Can you help me? What's the worst they're going to say? No. Right, right. I just don't believe that there is no other person in your life. Now, there might not be any other person that's able to help you in maybe financially. But there has to be, like, you know, with <clears throat> with what's going on with, you know, our friend. I don't really want to say her name because. Oh, oh there's my timer. Um, our friend, that's all we need. I, you know, I, I don't have any money to give her, but I can like try to help her find a place to live. Mm-hmm. My time is, doesn't cost anything. You right. know, like today we picked up that application for her. Mm-hmm. You don't you literally know not one single person in your life. Like there's no one like, right, no, what right. about your neighbor in the tent here? But see, here's the thing though, is that she, she reached out to people. You know, you know she what I mean? She didn't ask me for help. Yeah, she did. She told you, I'm about to be homeless. That's an ask for help. Well. That's an ask for help without asking for help. She asked for help. Yeah, but we're not blood related or anything. I understand. You're you're still, a, you're, her social, you're her social network. Right. Yeah. There is someone in everyone's right. social network. Not everybody, but just for most, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with you. You got it. You know someone. Yeah. Someone knows you again, whether or not they can help you financially. Cause typically it's usually financial, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, we're talking about people living in tents, right. but you, I just don't believe that there is <laughs> not one single person you can at least vent to. There's someone, but what if there is, what if there is, what one? if there is not a person that you can vent to and I reach need out? you to show me, <laughs> I need proof. <laughs> I, I do in the age of cell phones. Because yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, 90% of these people in the tents got phones. And I guarantee you every Republican out there will point that out. 
Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So if you have a phone and you have one contact if you, if in If you're there, in a tent and you have a phone. That's... But you have one contact in there, guess what you have? Right. Right. Does someone have your number? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If somebody has your number, then you have a network. Right, right. Now, it's funny because you know what my solution to that problem would be? The tent? It's very Marxist. You're not trying to set them on fire, are you? No, I'm not trying to set them on fire. No, my idea is this. They take a look at any abandoned property Mm -hmm. or any property that hasn't been used for 10 years and L.A. fucking takes it from them. If you've just been sitting there collecting whatever fucking perk you can collect by leaving it fucking vacant, then it needs to come off your fucking hands. I would think, like, well, here's a good example. Now, I don't know about urban type things, but... Did you know that the federal government pays landowners for uh, that have like large swaths of land? Like like farmers? farmers. Like farmers. Let's say a farmer has 100 acres. The federal government will pay them to per acre, like $300 per acre, right? Not to farm in in order order to keep the prices of of, of produce and stuff like that. Yeah, I know about that. that. Right. So they will purposefully not grow shit and collect that money off the fucking government just by leaving it flat open and nothing. Oh, do you know where my mind went when you said that? What's that? Like a vacant house. (laughs) You know, like a house that was condemned or... Right. But I'm like, that's why I was like, do you gain money? Because I don't think you do for those. I think you lost your property there. If they've traded off of it, like they've used that to make trades. You know what I mean? Like... A, a, a condemned house, that property is still money. You can take out loans on that property, right? Don't and then they you put can liens and fines against that. Not if you own it. Not if but you own it. And, can... and let's, let's 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 put it this way. Let's say that you you have a condemned property, all right, and you're fined five grand a year on it. Mm-hmm. Your Taxes are five grand a year. So that means ten. it costs you $10,000 a year to keep that house the way it is. Mm-hmm. Now, you have used that property as the collateral for a loan. Mm-hmm. And on that loan, you've invested it in the stock market, and you're now making $100,000 a year off of that investment that you used for that property. You can cut off your ten grand, pay off the shit, and just to fucking leave it there so you can keep collecting the fucking your, your investment. Well, yeah, I understand that. I'm talking right. about... So, my thing is, if you've just been sitting it there for 10 years, if it's just been sitting there for 10 fucking years and you've done nothing with it, you lose it. The needs of the city are greater than your needs. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, but, I mean... Now, this is where I'm in conflict because I am not a Marxist and I, was... I do not believe in Marxist things. Number two, it's his fucking property. He can do whatever he wants with it that he that he uh, wishes. Um morality be damned it's your property you can do whatever the fuck you want with it however cities have the power mm-hmm. to take property mm-hmm. if the needs of the city outweigh the needs of the individual and i really think that the needs of the the city outweigh the needs of the individual however most of those properties are probably owned by hedge funds and shit like that 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 make 30 billion dollar deals in one single day and nobody's going to fucking cross them especially not LA who likes to lick the ass of anybody with power fame and fortune i mean i don't know i just know that on hoarders They'll condemn your shit. (laughs) 
right. and, and the it, city it, will shut it down. Oh, it can be condemned, but if you own the property, there's not a fucking thing they can do about it unless they want to do don't something pay your about taxes it. And stuff. Exactly. So, like I said, back to that investment uh, um, example that I just used. If all you're being fined and taxed a year is ten grand, but you're making a hundred thousand dollars off of it in investments, there ain't a fucking thing you can do about it. You know, it's like Troy Polamalu and all those uh, fines he used to get from the NFL. For his hair. The NFL fined him five grand a, a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Which is five times 16. I don't want to do the math, but it's a lot. It's yeah, no, I know. It's nowhere near the 20-some million dollars he fucking makes. Right. So, so what? Yeah, here's your five grand. Jordan yeah. used to do that. Ooh. Remember when, when Jordan, the, the Air Jordans first came out mm-hmm. when he played for the Bulls? I believed, I could be wrong on this. But I believe the rules in the NFL at that, or the NBA at that time, was that your shoes and socks had to be white. Because I believe it had something to do with being able to tell if you've stepped out of bounds and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, the Jordans that he were using were, I believe, black and red or black and blue. Either way, they were a majority black, and thus you couldn't wear them. Right? He got fined every game that how he wore them. How much was it, do you know? I don't know how much the fine was. But it, <laughs> it's Michael fucking Jordan. He could afford it. True. You know, so. I don't need to have money like that. I just would like to be able to be debt free and go anywhere that I want to go when I feel like it. I want what, uh, I, I want the ability. My dream is so that we don't have to work and the kids don't have to work for the rest of our lives. Right. That's my goal, mm-hmm. which we're never going to fucking reach. No. Right. But that would be. You know, nice. Otherwise, it's what my goal has always been. You know, to be at that place where, oh, shit, the dishwasher broke. Let's go buy another one. That's what right. Comfortable. Yeah. I know. So. Well, it's about time to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm tired. I hear you. All right. That's it for this week. Join us next week, and we will be on every Wednesday. Have a good night. See you later.